right, welcome to podcast number 95 of the Texas Hemp Show. I'm Russell Dowden with the Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine and host of the Texas Hemp Show podcast. And this is podcast number 95 this week on the show. And um, those last issues of the magazine are, are out there. I hope you guys are picking those up around your smoke shops and CBD stores around the state of Texas. Uh, the uh, magazines have been out there for about, uh, I guess, well, one on a month now, about three weeks, in fact. But those are available. And Pot the Vote. We've been talking about cannabis and our candidates that are coming up in the coming election here for the primaries. And so that's part of the uh, uh, topics there on the new issue of the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine. You can also check us out, like and follow us and subscribe on our YouTube channel. Give us a like and follow there on Instagram and Facebook if you can. We appreciate that. But you can also follow us on all, anywhere platform that uh, carries any podcast out there. So um, so if you guys will give us a like and a follow out there, we appreciate it. Um, this week on the program is our friends at Dr. Mac Apothecary uh, joining us. Uh, um, Marco Krause joining us here from uh, West Austin calling in on the Texas Hip Show podcast number 95. Let's uh, jump in there with him, then bring him in there, Carl. See uh, see if we can get Marco in here. Hey, there he is. How you doing, Marco? Hey, doing good. Well, good to have you on. Uh, this week we had – my co-host is indisposed, Rachel said. So Rachel is uh, going to be missing this week's show. But glad to have you on, uh, uh, Dr. Max. Um, yeah. Introduce yeah. yourself, introduce the business, how long have you been around, and then we'll talk about how you got into this space and then where folks can, can find these products and, and, and order some of the, the cool stuff you guys have. Yeah, so um, I'm Marco Krause, by the way. I happen to be the owner and founder of Dr. Max. Um, we ended up getting into the space really around 2019, um, late 2019, actually December, so almost 2020. And then from there, we ended up kind of starting off slow with CBD gummy production and a few other products because we actually happen to be partnered up with an, a laboratory and we also have uh, excuse me. We also happen to have internal QC methods and everything like that with a few boxes of our own. So there's some uh, there's some things that are a little bit different about us than other manufacturers and especially the fact that we are very small. I mean, there is me and a few other part time employees and we get a lot kicked out, but um, we end up actually not only staying in the hemp market we actually are kind of just all over as you said earlier we've got natural products and remedies mm -hmm. really we started overall with a topical liniment um before the gummies and before that even ever came into i i guess into mind at all just because we had made something that was trying to replicate this product called soothenol it's relatively big over in europe and what it is is basically just a bunch of essential oils that are mixed together and you put them on topically and it gives you some pain relief. And so at some point we added CBD to it and figured out that the CBD was actually extending the effects of what we already had. And so over the last couple of years, since we've started in this entire thing, we've reformulated a couple of times, but now we're at this point where we have not changed that. And it happens to be our main product um, as far as what Dr. Max does. Um, on the flip side of things in 2020, we also started on a research path where we were doing some conversions through CBD. And so we have our other brand, Underground Alchemy, where we end up running a lot of THC products, hemp derived, obviously. And we mainly started up with Delta 8 early 2020, probably around March. Um, and so from there, we ended up kind of moving forward. And then 
Oh, I'm trying to go over this crazy path. So we ended up starting off in the vape market. We ended up making a lot of cartridges whenever we were first doing that. We were very local. I mean, we still have been for a while. We've gotten around the state a little bit more with distributors. I've got a few other accounts that are out of state as well. But I mean, really, as far as wholesale, we are relatively small, except we push a lot of numbers. I mean, we're with a few of the different groups in Austin that would be considered relatively large. We happen to do some of their gummy formulations for them now, but um, really that all started to kick up the moment that D9 came to light. And so Mm -hmm. that was March of this year, really. I mean, before that we were still doing Delta eight gummies, except we were in a gelatin formulation. There was some issues with shipping, you know, with uh, heat stability of gummies. And then we ended up switching over to pectin, which gave us a vegan claim. And it also let us ship without having to do do it on ice. And it went over for about four days. um, Well, from pain management to uh, self simple care solutions, uh, you guys offer a wide variety of products just about to anybody. Um, you've got the online store. So you started in 2019. And when I ask a lot of folks when they how they got into the space, Marco, sometimes they have a story about a family member or they had, you know, uh, was there any motivating factor for you from the health benefit side or from, uh, you know, sometimes a family member gets ill and falls, uh, you know, and finds remedy in this plant that way and we end up into the space um is there anything like that with your story or were you guys were already kind of on that vape market side of the business and just trying to kind of migrated in oh so the vapes are actually um really those kind of came along after we had already mm. jumped in so like i mentioned we were starting in the cbd gummies and we already had that topical liniment topical roll-on however you mm-hmm. want to put it um, and that actually was created to start helping my shoulder during baseball. I, uh, I happen to be only 22 and at some point in the near future, probably the next few years, I more than likely will have to have a surgery in my shoulder just because of some issues with some uh, ligaments and some tendons up there, um, mm. specifically a slap tear in my front right. And so that being said, that was caused from baseball. I mean, mm-hmm. I played I was about eight years old and that's really where the topical came out because I didn't want to be taking pills all the time. My parents didn't want me to either. And so really that's when I started trying to replicate certain things. And like I said, I've been partnered with a lab. Um, I actually kind of grew up with them. I, my father happens to own the place. So it's very interesting whenever I, uh, I get asked <laughs> questions because I know a lot of the lab side of things and I mean, I know I'm relatively young and this thing is a little bit crazy because, you know, it's the hemp market, right? It's cannabis on a legal scale across the U.S., but um, it's it's definitely been a fun time just kind of navigating the waters. Yeah. And we, we started off mainly because of some pain management stuff. And then from there, we found other people that were kind of dealing with the same stuff. And that's really where the MPJ comes to play. And then we also came up with a cream version. I'm not sure you can really see it. I've got a glare going on, but um, uh-huh. we ended up making this because it has no cannabinoids and it's really made for sports players and whatnot because there's all the drug testing regulations there with certain things in NCAA and just, you know, major league and other stuff like that. Yeah. So you've got the immune capsules. I have the MPJ product I wanted to ask about. You've got the uh, five HTP capsules, uh, the magic pain juice, uh, basically, uh, is that the one you're holding the pain juice? Uh, so the one that I'm holding right now happens to be the pain cream. It is the juice except in cream format. So uh-huh. dealing with oils or just a, a bottle, right? Um, but really the magic pain juice, that's where it all started. That is the topical liniment. MPJ excess happens to be the strong version, which has the cannabinoids in it because we want to offer both options, right? So obviously people who can't have cannabinoids, we want to make sure that they're taken care of as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, 
how many local retailers are you working to get the product into the stores on uh, kind of on a local state level or, or even Austin area level? Are your products available in some of these retailers around town? Yeah, so there are a few different retailers. We're working with about five or six retailers right now in the local Austin area. And then as far as distributors and whatnot, I honestly can't tell you about all their accounts, but um, I know that we're around multiple spots in the state as far as Houston and then some of the smaller areas like Burnett and places like that. Um, and so I know that we're working with probably 10 to 15 groups at least as far as just our retail items and then wholesale and distribution there. I mean, we're pushing... Oh, on average, about forty to 50,000 gummies a month right now, which is pretty nice. Um, I mean, that's really just kicked up with the D9 sales and everything there. But um, as far as distribution paths go, I mean, we are definitely still looking for more distributors and we're looking for more retailers to work with just because, I mean, we'd love to do Texas business. And that's really where we started. You know, one of the guests that I have on next week is uh, Austin Wholesale Supply. Um, they provide a lot of different products for the smoke shops. I don't know if you've approached them or, uh, but, uh, you know, getting your products into their store is a good move because all the retailers uh, buy from them. Um, and so that may be true even with Daryl and his operation over there in Pflugerville. Um, but, uh, uh, with American Vape Supply and, and, and Daryl Serves products, but I didn't know if you knew about Raj and those guys over there in 183 and 35. I, I did not actually, so I'm going to have to definitely follow up on that. Lead that <laughs> Here, no, I want to tell you, Cliff, if you go to the inside back cover ad in the oh, Texas man. Hemp Reporter, uh, you know, awswholesale.com, and they're on 201 East Anderson Lane, kind of near 183 and Georgian Drive by that Frost Bank. Oh, yeah, I know exactly. It's not too far from I'll where you far. are, probably up 183 there, but... Um, Master Distributors, uh, Austin Wholesale Supply, and they're going to be my guests next week on uh, the program here on the Texas Hemp Show. But I just thought if you haven't gotten that into the distributor like those guys, they they could be a they could be a good a good um, you know partner with you. Uh, for Definitely, that. Yeah, that may be something for us to look at. I mean, like I said, we're always looking to add more clients. We're always looking to add more companies to work with. And the other thing is, I mean, at the end of the day, we just kind of want to get great products to market. That's our goal, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Let me ask you: How is uh, has the manufacturing side of anything with what you guys do um, uh, affected you? Any? I don't know if you're on the flower side so much, but you know, with the recent changes in dishes laws and all, uh, some of my my guests and and advertisers have had to go across to Oklahoma uh, last week. Uh, Charles and uh, Estella from Austinite Cannabis Company. They have they actually have a business in. Oklahoma anyway so it wasn't a big thing for them but they already have a shop they have a drive-through cannabis um, operation uh, in Oklahoma but but they have to now manufacture their smokable items and their production is all done now in their Oklahoma office and so I don't know if you're on that side or dealing with it uh, so that one's actually kind of a funny story for us because as I had mentioned, we started off in the vapes and everything. And really what ended up happening is we were running for a course of about 
eight, nine months. And then really the, uh, I'm not sure if anybody who's listening outside of Texas would understand, but the winter storm hit and we ended up having some real facility issues. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. I kind of got screwed over by our contract that I actually have still where um, basically damages that are caused by force majeure. So anything that's caused by nature, right? Um, The, my landlord actually had six months for repairs as far as the time to get us back into the space. And there was some issues with that. And thankfully we ended up figuring things out where we were able to still work. But uh, during that time, I lost probably about $10,000 to $13,000 worth of cartridge inventory. These were just empty cartridges. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, we uh, we definitely took a relatively large hit. And we were already looking at kind of shifting out of the vape market because we were a little bit worried. And this is around the time that the smokables uh, lawsuit starts. Um, we were a little bit worried about what was actually stated in HB 1325, just because mm-hmm. we've got some lawyers that we work with on the backside of things, obviously just to make sure that we're legal and that we're not breaking any laws or just breaking any regs that are kind of set forth ahead of us, I guess. Um, But one of the things that really ended up happening is we took a look at that smokables clause and figured out, you know, the retail side of things is probably going to be okay, but the manufacturing, it definitely says there's no manufacturing of any smokables in the state. Mm -hmm. And then later on, it ended up moving into the whole PACT Act situation. And so we kind of jumped out from that point just because obviously lost cartridge inventory and a few regs being in our way just wasn't ideal. Um, But we continued with the path of making Delta-8. We continued with the path of just creating different conversions that we're already working with. So um, it's not just Delta-8 that we're dealing with on Underground Alchemy side. We're dealing with Delta-9. We've also got Delta-10, which is disputed as delta 6 it 10A, there's actually two different forms. It's just, there's a whole lot of stuff surrounding some of these different isomers. And then obviously some of the new, exciting different cannabinoids that are going to be coming to market that already have, you know, like THCP, THCJD. Um, at some point, I'm sure something that's known um, commonly or was known commonly as parahexyl will come out, which is delta 6A, 10A with a six carbon tail <laughs> on the end of it, um, rather than a five carbon, like your typical resource all this can have Yeah. Or, regular series can have points. So there's some crazy stuff, but yeah, cartridges, we kind of jumped out of it manufacturing. I mean, it's been all over the place as far as, you know, trying to stay ahead of the market, figuring out what's going on. I mean, uh, I'm sure that y'all ended up doing quite a bit on the whole Delta eight ban and what's going on there and everything that's coming forward with that. Um, I mean, there's just been, a lot of different things to deal with as far as regulations. Well, you know, last week's show was Lisa Pittman on in the first half hour. Lisa, the, uh, uh, you know, kind of the cannabis queen of cannabis law in Texas. I know you know who she is. Um, But she was, uh, she was talking about her article that she's contributing. And we just got it laid out this week, aspect of insurance and the space. And I don't know if you had insurance at the time of the the car, the car, the thirteen thousand dollar loss of those cartridges, but but there's some there's some guys that will cover you with a policy in this space, and I know Greg Bowman's one of our clients. There's a magazine ad for him um, in in our in our magazines, uh, but. Uh, just thought I would point that out because uh, that might have been a good reason to have some insurance. Yeah, yeah, no, it definitely was. <laughs> that was all of it was at a crazy slew of a time just because we ended up signing a contract. We were trying to get things set. And then that winter storm happens literally two weeks after I signed it. And from there, it was just kind of 
dealing with all the different issues, figuring out what all we lost. But it, what, what's crazy is we ended up losing just the cartridge inventory. Pretty much everything else we had was fine just because we ended up having a pipe burst in the back room where most of those were stored. And then part of the ceiling ended up collapsing just because the building we're in was built in 1980 and they ended up having overhead uninsulated lines that were running. And during that time, it just didn't work out right um but yeah no it insurance definitely would have been a big deal if we had done it in place in time and now that we've been kind of going down this entire path of manufacturing over the last i guess year and a half and just continuing forward we we finally do have insurance in place with a few different uh, okay. groups. <laughs> one of them is just simply like watkins insurance group to make sure that we have property insurance and then there's also um man, I can't remember who we're working with right now as far as the hemp side of things to make sure that everything's taken care of there, including processing and everything. Yeah, Lisa has a good list of guys. And then I know Greg Bowman's office and operation has uh, um, uh, runs an ad with us in there. And uh, you could get insurance for your business there. And you can qualify for that kind of stuff. Let's take our first commercial break with the Texas Hemp Show. This is podcast number 95 this week on the show. And uh, Dr. Max uh, Apothecary, our guest here on the Texas Hemp Show this week. We'll be back on the other side here with Marco and uh, the podcast 95 Texas Hemp Show. We'll be back after this. I spoke to joints in the morning. I spoke to joints at night. I smoke two joints in the afternoon. It makes me feel alright. I smoke two joints in time of peace and two in time of war. At TFNB, your bank for life, we understand the unique struggles this emerging market creates for early adopters. We love working with innovative entrepreneurs on the next big thing, and we believe hemp is exactly that. For over 130 years, we've been getting to know our clients and helping them plan for their future. Come tell us your story and plans for your venture. TFNB Bank, your bank for hemp. Proud to support Texas farmers. Visit online at tfnbtx.com. Hey, this is Cheech Marine, and you're listening to the Texas Hemp Show. Hemp Sack Bags, preservation, protection, peace of mind. Hemp Sack Bags are designed for the curing, storing, and transporting of hemp and other agricultural products. Hemp Sack Bags are primarily for farmers, growers, and anyone else looking for the proper preservation and storage solution of their hemp or similar agricultural product. Visit the online store at hempsack.com or call 1-833-GOT-BAGS. Made in the USA and manufactured from FDA-approved food-grade materials, Hemp Sack Bags do not leach into your flour. Harvest season is here. That's hempsack.com. Why take a chance with your hemp grow? Join Hemp Plan and avoid the risk. TPS Labs' exclusive hemp monitoring program. Hemp Plan members get one-on-one consulting from knowledgeable consultants who are available when you need them most. If you want to take the guesswork out of growing hemp and focus on what matters most, call TPS Lab today and ask for your free consultation. Take the next step to a successful harvest. Visit tpslab.com or call today at 956-383-0739. Hey, this is Tommy Chong, and you're listening to the Texas Hemp Show. We are ATX bud tenders and we sell marijuana. Nosotros somos los ATX bud tenders y nosotros vendemos marijuana. I can keep on the boot mouth. Obviously, that was all made up, and obviously, we don't give a f. 
we will serve a cop. We'll serve anyone. Real marijuana today. 737-GAS-BUD. ATX budtenders.com. Contact us now and get weed cheaper than any time in your f***ing life. The Texas Hemp Reporter is available free at all CBD and smoke shops in Houston and Austin, Texas. Expanding to Dallas and San Antonio this year. Cannabis is slowly becoming legal in Texas. So be sure to listen to the Texas Hemp Show podcast every week, wherever podcasts are available. The premier hemp and marijuana advocacy publication for Texas. The Texas Hemp Reporter magazine. Mail to over 2,000 licensed hemp producers in Texas. News, technology, trends, finance, culture, health, all things hemp in the Lone Star State. Now in our third year, with more than 100,000 copies made available free at over 1,000 CBD and smoke shops in Texas. That's the Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine and the Texas Hemp Show. Visit online at texashempreporter.com and listen wherever podcasts are available. Now, back to the show with your host, Russell Dowden. Welcome back to the Texas Hemp Show. This is podcast number 95 this week. 95 episodes. And it looks like, let's see who we got coming up. I have on the 8th, I have uh, Raj and the the guys over there from um, American um, Wholesale uh, Supply, which I was just telling our guest, Marco uh, Krause. Uh, And then on the 15th, Bring that over a little more. Yeah, Rocket Seeds on the 15th, and then uh, Randy uh, from Coots Farms will be joining us on the 22nd of the month uh, as well. So uh, that's all kind of September, and I think I've got an open spot on the 29th. I do have Susan Hayes on the show, Democrat candidate for Texas Agriculture Commissioner, going to be on on October the 5th. And then Relive Organics will be on the program, another retailer from South Austin. So just uh, moving along. And that October 5th show is actually our 100th show. So it ended up, we were talking last week about who was going to be on the 100th show. We didn't know if we were doing something special that day or not, but it is our 100th show. And uh, and that it looks like, looking at the calendar, it's uh, Susan Hayes uh, for um, t- Texas Ag Commissioner. Uh, that will be on that week. So anyways, uh, back to the program. We're talking all things uh, Dr. Max, uh, apothecary, uh, joining us here. Uh, Marco, the CEO and founder there. Um, why the name Dr. Max? Tell me a little bit about the story on this. I, I don't know that I've even ever asked you that. We've been knowing each other for about five months now, and I, I hadn't even uh, – I don't think I ever asked that to you before. It's not really a common question I get, but then it kind of is. Um, and 
the answer I always come back to is it was just kind of a name that we ended up throwing together. So my actual name is Marco Antonio Krause. Um, so the three initials are actually oh, okay. There. Um, it, it wasn't anything I ever actually wanted to go forward with because really I, um, I, I used to play a lot of video games when I was younger and I had this name, which was Ormac. And it, I guess because of certain people's resolution on their screens, it looked like it was Dr. Mac with like D-R-M-A-C-K. Um, and so it was a little bit weird. Um, and so I was like, okay, I'm going to run with it because that's kind of where it started in a way. Um, and we decided, you know, since we're in the natural products and everything, it almost sounds better to be something like that rather than just any <laughs> random name. I didn't know if it was like you're the Mac daddy of, uh, of uh, CBD here in Austin or something. I didn't know if it was well, a play you know, on... Play on hip hop culture or what? I didn't know what was what you were doing there with that, but it's your initials. Yeah, yeah. So it actually is my initials, but um, <laughs> I, I'm no doctor. I don't have a doctorate, so I can't really claim that. So it's uh, as of the moment a name. <laughs> Uh, I believe we're going to be doing an article on your business profiling you in the magazine. That's something that's coming up here in the fall, in October. T tell us a little bit about your custom formulation part of the business. Isn't this something that you're you're doing more yeah. now? And I, I know you wanted us to, to ask you about that. And I guess tell us a little bit how this works and how, how folks can get a custom formulated uh, so custom formulations are kind of just a wide variety of things. I mean, obviously you can have tinctures, you can have topicals, you can have capsules, you can have pretty much any different sort of product. There's my cats. Sorry about them. Um, and so... Um, we actually kind of being partnered with the lab have this ability to do different research and actually go outside the hemp market. So right now I'm actually working with a group. I can't name them or anything. We've got some NDAs in place, but we happen to be working with a Tom group, trying to get them some formulations as far as gummies and some other things possibly for the future. And it's not just going to stay there. And, you know, custom formulations, you can pretty much just bring us an idea and we'll tell you whether or not it's feasible or whether or not we can do it for a price that you're willing to pay. Um, obviously that's always one of the things that kind of makes or breaks it um so people can come to me all day and ask me to make them a product but if it doesn't meet their price point it doesn't always work out right mm -hmm. and obviously you have to be able to retail it and sell it and kind of make a business of it um so right now we've been doing a lot of custom formulations and gummies and whatnot so you can kind of bring us a different dosage that you want you can get us to run you your own batch basically and have us make however many you're requesting or um just kind of that special formulation so recently um we ended up doing a 100 milligram delta 8 gummy and it was actually a little bit different because they had full spectrum um live resin terpenes and then what was the other thing i think they ratioed in cbd and a couple other things in there and so um i mean you can talk to many gummy formulators you can talk to a bunch of different businesses that are doing wholesale and bulk options for you but they can't always do small batch runs this is why we're a little bit different so obviously you can go present this to any large-scale group with laboratories and they can kind of get you this base idea but sometimes they'll quote you somewhere around like 30 or 40k because they're going to try and include SOPs they're going to try and include lab testing they're going to include all these other things that you didn't think of necessarily before and the nice thing is since we already have most of those capabilities in-house and we're partnered with the laboratory it makes a difference so that they don't actually have to do it themselves and you know we can talk about running different custom formulations where we give you paperwork and everything like SOPs where you ask us to basically basically run it one time and then you walk away with it. You can take it to somebody else or you can run it yourself by setting up your own facility. Yeah. And setting um, up SOP and all that's, that's a, that can be kind of the expensive part of it. Yeah, for, yeah it definitely can. When you're doing and that. I mean, 
it's really just more consulting at this point because i mean if we're staying in the hemp space it's relatively easy you're dealing with cannabinoids making sure that they can go into solution stay in your product not fall out of solution you know end up on the side of a can or something like that there's a lot of things to make sure that things go smoothly um but what's funny is at lucky leaf um i think that was two years ago at this point that we were there or maybe a year and a half ago i can't remember mm-hmm. um i ended up being approached by multiple people asking us what a custom formulation meant and i had a few for burn creams and things like that sadly we're not a compounding pharmacy so i can't do certain formulations like those things but mm-hmm. i mean that may be an option later on in the future where we end up partnering with another pharmacy and figuring out how to do some more fda regulated type things well your family is in this are you is 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 it dad that has a there's some no, kind of is, is dad owns a laboratory <laughs> i grew up kind of in that laboratory okay Kid, and that's kind of where this entire side of me comes from. Yeah, I'm figuring out. I actually kind of like that stuff, and so I <laughs> followed in his footsteps, but veered off on another path as I was going that way. Um, and so I'm not going to end up being an analytical chemist or anything like that. But um, as far as formulations and everything goes, I, I definitely have gone to school for studying that. Um, actually, I started off at Southwestern trying to do pre-law and chemistry as a double major because I was going to go be a patent attorney, and that did not work out well for me. I figured out soon enough, I don't like reading as much as I thought I did. <laughs> um, and so from there, I ended up continuing with chemistry and I'm still working on getting that all kicked out. And at some point, who knows, I may end up with my master's. I may end up doing something else. Um, well, you're right- still, you're pretty young. You you still got uh, lots of uh, sand in the, t- in the glass. Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I mean, it's been really fun being a young guy in this market. And I, I mean, bet been an interesting time but the custom formulations really are it's where i groove and it's kind of the most fun because when you get to work with some of these different businesses specifically you know um just different retailers that maybe have only one or two locations and they're starting to get into this entire idea of running their brand and getting their products more to market rather than you know retailing somebody else's product um it's very fun working with them figuring out what exactly they're wanting to do because we don't only have one shape of gummy. We don't have only one option for tinctures or anything. I mean, this is the very nice thing. As you can see in those photos, we have multiple bottle options that we can get. We work with multiple suppliers overseas and within the States trying to figure out, you know, what exactly people want for their packaging. We can get pretty much any bottle style, but bear with us, you know, obviously pricing does come into effect. I like the mold on the gummy. Yeah, (laughs) That's the K-Gummy. That was our gelatin formulation. It's a very fun one, but the problem is, like I mentioned earlier, gelatin kind of, it tends to melt at relatively high temps, and since we're in Texas, it's kind of hard to deal with those in the summer, and so we ended up Mm. moving to Texas, which just doesn't have, I guess, the... um, the printing ability, I guess, in a way, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so it just doesn't show on those molds, but we managed to get some great gelatin gummies run through there and we still <laughs> run those just not as commonly. Let me ask you, I've got a couple of minutes left here. What's going on with the underground alchemy? You talked about maybe running something with us in the magazine about that. Um, tell us a little bit and the listeners a little bit about that, uh, that side of, of, of the business. So really Underground Alchemy started whenever we went down the research path of figuring out different conversions and getting into the cartridge industry because we wanted to keep Dr. Max outside of, you know, the THC space as far as recreational use, stuff like that, because we didn't know what exactly was going to happen because Delta 8, people still call it a loophole. It somewhat is, but not really just because of the way the regs are actually written, right? And so there was this whole time figuring out what exactly was going to happen there. And then all these different things keep occurring, right? We have the Delta 
Title 8 ban going on. We have all these other things going on in the market. And obviously at a federal level, we do too. Um, elections are coming up. It's just been a very fun side of things. But yeah. thankfully, we managed to continue forward. And Underground Alchemy really is kind of our recreational hemp uh, brand in a way, if that makes sense, because we mm -hmm. run a lot of THC products through there. And then we also still have our other formulations. It was really going to be the hemp side of Dr. Max and kind of the research side in the case that, you know, we decided to split it into two companies. But for the moment, it happens just to be a Dr. Max brand. And we're really happy to be running it because it's uh, it's definitely been a very interesting time with the Delta 9 gummies, as I keep mentioning, you know, we've moved into making those. And on the underground alchemy side of things, we never really were large retailers. It was more of like custom formulations, research work on, in a different brand so that we could figure out how to get more reach, right? Um, and then from there, it seemed as though people liked our products and that they continued to order them and now they still are and you know as i said we're working with a few different retailers in the state i'm working with a few different distributors i'm definitely gonna keep on that american wholesale um <laughs> just because i mean we want to be all over we want to be the brand that you guys think of whenever it comes to you know just the same thing over and over most reproducible thc products available and the cleanest because i yeah. mean that's really what we pride ourselves on yeah i need to get with you i need to get a care package in the mail or something yeah. i want to see your products because i like sometimes guys send their products and then we'll have them on you know on a show or even if it's a show in a week or two from now we can say oh hey look dr max sent, sent this in and we like to profile those and then we like to try things too because we we can give feedback on the show and it's also yeah. a great way for me to try to get something out of you yeah. um uh, uh, so a product wise but uh let me ask you you're a young guy would you rather be hitting the ball, chasing down fly balls, hitting home runs as a, a former athlete, or how do you feel about being in this cannabis, wacky world of cannabis space here in the Lone Star State? That one's a little bit of a, <laughs> a, a tough question. I mean, it really is kind of coming to a fork in the road and trying to, you know, choose one path or the other. But mm -hmm. um, I, I'm very glad the way that my life panned out and the way that I, I've managed to end up in this market, in this industry. Um, I mean, obviously, I never really expected myself to be a 22-year-old owning a business and actually managing to get through and run it. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's been a significant learning curve. Um, but that being said, I mean, don't get me wrong. I definitely miss baseball. Um, I'm not <laughs> sure if baseball misses me. It was one of those situations where the injury definitely occurred from overuse on my shoulder and yeah. just kind of a long time of playing. But um Man, I, I would love to go back at some point. I've always told my girlfriend that I'm going to join a wood bat league whenever I'm 25 because that's kind of the age that they do it so that none of the college athletes can actually play during their time as college <laughs> athletes. Um, yeah. But I, mean, I definitely, had I had the opportunity to continue forward without the injury, I probably would have taken it. But, um, you know, I, I cannot say that I would have been any happier than I am right now because this is a very fun industry to be in. And it's just been a great time figuring out all these different aspects, because I mean, with all the regulations and everything, I got to go down to the Capitol. I got to testify in front of our own state senators. Mm -hmm. I've gotten to be a part of all these different things. And it's just been honestly a great experience. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Well, I think the space uh, needs young guys like you that are innovative in, in doing, uh, you know, production and, and, and just keeping everybody educated on this. And uh, it's a charm to have you on the show. Fire off your website. Tell the folks how they can check you out on social media. Give them your email address. Just how can they get a hold of you and get maybe get some products in their hands and yeah, so you guys can go to uh, drmaxaustin.com. You can even just look up Dr. Max Apothecary. Don't forget, it's not M-A-X or M-A-C-K-S. It's M-A-K-S on its own. Um, and, or sorry, 
did I say M-A-K-S? I meant M-A-X. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm stumbling over myself right now. But <laughs> yeah, y'all can reach out there by just going to our contact information there. And actually, whenever you pull up the website, it should say in the top left or somewhere near there on one of the pages, just info at drmaxaustin.com. Yeah, that's right. Reach out to me there. It's my direct link. Um, I'll end up responding with my own personal name. That's just the way Google sets it up, right? Um, we also have the Underground Alchemy side of things where you can go to undergroundalchemy.com as well. And you can look at some of our products there and you can reach out to me as well on that side of things. And then, yeah, info at drmaxaustin.com is is Marco's email. You can give him a, a shout there. Anything special going on for the fall or as you get into the holiday season? I think you know it, it is September first today as we're recording, but uh, um, if, as we move into the cooler months, Marco, anything you got planned or uh, ready to release, or uh, what's a good special that you can offer our, our viewers and listeners here on the Texas Hemp Show uh, as we get into the the cooler months. One of the things we're going to be offering is actually going to be a few different sales. Obviously, Black Friday is coming up at some point, and then mm-hmm. we've got the other holidays. Um, but one of the things I'm very excited for is we actually got in some special molds this year. Um, we've got some skeleton skull molds, and so we're going to be okay. doing kind of a Dia de los Muertos type thing. Where right we're on. Kind of Mexican candies in a way, and those will be going on sale end of October. Well, right on, right in time for old Halloween and uh, Day Day of the Dead. So we'll be looking forward to that. Well, um, great stuff having you on the program. Look for his article and interview that uh, Rachel and myself are going to be talking to uh, Marco in the October edition of the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine. So we look forward to seeing that. But thank you, my friend, for being a part of the show, and uh, we wish you much success. It's it's refreshing to see such a young face in this space having success, and you keep kicking butt buddy thanks man and thanks for having me on the show i i'm really <laughs> glad that we ended up getting in contact and that we've established this relationship it's uh it's been a great one well i like to learn a little more about the alchemy side too so if we can ever do anything with you on that uh, i think that would be a, a cool story to tell because I, I like the name <laughs> definitely we're going to keep that one kind of going on here soon so i will definitely be back in touch to figure out what we can do from there and get some more uh i guess information out to the public and some of y'all's viewers <laughs> Well, very, very cool. Underground Alchemy. Uh, check out uh, Marco Krause's website. It's Dr. Max Apothecary. You can check him out online there at drmaxaustin.com. Uh, be sure to check him out. Also, he's got a really cool Instagram page, guys. You can see a lot of colorful photos of the products that he has on there as well. So I think uh, you'll dig that. Hey, like and follow the Texas Hemp Show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We've got a lot of clips that we do on Instagram. Uh, uh, Carl, my producer, has been really helping me grow the YouTube channel, so we're always updating that. Follow us on YouTube if you like to get a little uh, updates on those. And sometimes there's some short clips that you can just check out a minute or two long clip without having to watch us the whole damn show. But, um, no, thank you guys uh, for tuning in this week. Next week, again, will be our friends at American Wholesale uh, on the show, America, uh, it's Austin Wholesale Supply, excuse me, and those guys will be on, and um, and then we'll be followed by Rocket Seeds, and then Kuntz Farms, and then Mystery Guest on the 29th of September, followed by Susan Hayes for uh, Agriculture Commissioner. We'll be on to talk about that as we get things heating up into the November primaries. So we'll be talking about that. But I'm Russell, and we'll see you guys next time as we approach. Uh, a hundred shows already here coming up here uh, next month. So looking forward to that. We'll see you guys soon. It's the Texas Hemp Show. Thanks for tuning in.